Hello, hello, another episode. I'm so excited for this one. I know I say it all the time, but I truly always am excited for my guests and to bring them to you. Today I'm talking to Rachel Zargo. She is a um, marketing director at the startup company called Feel Real. Obviously, company that um, is a game changer and brings a lot of goodness to this world good change and uh, also I'm very excited because Rachel is my friend for several years and we tend to call each other and talk about anything and everything and this is how this episode goes (laughs) Uh, I hope we'll enjoy it as much as I did my first friend on this podcast and I'm so excited because there's nothing better than chatting with friends and especially when they are doing something cool but um but yeah you are the first one. Oh, I feel so honored thank you so much Anya I've listened to I think all of the podcasts so far so certainly oh, feel honored to be amongst this group thank you Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, Asia. I know I have a lot of work to do, but, um, you know, it's all a uh, uh, learning process, right? And I like to re- learn from practice. But anyway, it's not about me. Rachel Zargo is here, my dear friend from Austin. And uh, now you're from Chicago, right? So you live in Austin. Uh, from uh, Chicago, living in Austin, and um, I'm so happy to have you here because you are creating something awesome, some amazing platform, right? Yes. That it's doing a lot of good things, um, or at least, the, you know, will do further the line and in la- in la- further down the line. Uh, but anyway... Let's start from the beginning. You know me, I'm an introvert. I don't like small chats. Even if we started talking about weather, I like to go deep fast. <laughs> so lately I decided to do like something different and um, everybody who is here and joining me here I'm talking to, I'm asking about a very formative childhood experience because I feel like it's a good, something that I discovered is very important and, and and actually for me that a lot of things that happen obviously and for all of us uh, in childhood that, that um, kind of forming us and, and kind of you know directing us to a certain direction um, in our life or inspire us was there any experience in your life um, in childhood that you think kind of shaped you or directed you towards the, you know, anything that you are doing now or how you live your life? Yes, yes. So super deep, super fast, but you know me, there's no other way. (laughs) No, let's, let's get in there right off the bat. I love it. I think two things, really. The first is when I was, when I was little, my parents really just encouraged me no matter what and no matter how silly and weird whatever I was creating encouraged me I remember one time I put on this like belly dancing show and I had this little I was probably seven I had a little bikini that had these lions on it 
And I mean, she's wearing a bikini and like some little skirt. And now just even t- saying it out loud, I feel so <laughs> embarrassed. But I sang and I danced and my parents just acted like it was the best thing in the world. I mean, they just really like gave into whatever, you know, my little heart desired and taught me that like, I think through that, like just being creative, let me have that space to be creative early on. And then later in high school, I remember I I was in an art class and the thing we were working on was a still life of a bass against a piece of driftwood. Yeah. And I remember the teacher basically saying, don't draw what you think you see, draw what you actually see. And for some reason that just really clicked with me. And I started to do that. And I felt like for the first time, like I owned my own creativity. And it was just like, it was like this silly bath, but my dad still has it at the house, like up on the wall. And it was the first time I just felt like, I, how did I do that? I made that. Wait, don't draw what you actually see, draw what you think you see. That's what the, op- the opposite. Don't draw what you think you see, draw what you actually see. Okay. Oh, that is awesome. I love those both. Um, and A, I totally, I know your parents and I totally see your mom <laughs> cheering you up and like encouraging you to do whatever. <laughs> but- you up <laughs> oh that's that's really cool and it's definitely i can definitely knowing you and what you have been doing for several years that we know each other i can definitely see how that shaped you you know in in anything that you do really especially work-wise right like even with now with um with the platform you're launching which is um and just so everybody know it's called Feel Real and you're a director of marketing there. And um, yeah, and I totally see. Um, and before that, with your um, own agency, right, um, company, um, what was it, Manifest Creative? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Oh, thanks for sharing this. That was really cool. I love it. OK, so let's talk about Feel Real. <laughs> Um, so this is something, um, that you are working for several months now, but tell us, you know, in your own words, um, what is Feel Real about? What is this platform about? And and what is your purpose? I, I, which I actually really, really love. Sure. So the purpose is to co-create a just and sustainable world through the magic of human connection. It's as simple as that. Practically what it is, it's as an online platform for conversations, real-time live conversations, and they're meaningful conversations. And the thing that sets Feel Real apart is we have space holders, okay? And Uh so space holders, this is exactly what it sounds like, someone to hold space for the conversation, to hold a safe container for what can sometimes be difficult conversations, but needed conversations. So would you say like uh, train moderators, right? Something exactly. like exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's you know a lot of a lot of things these days are someone up and talking, which is great. You know, there's so much wisdom out there. You look at TED Talks, right? So much wisdom is shared from so many people. But what we're doing is a little bit different. We're actually saying the wisdom is with everybody, and giving everyone a chance to be heard. Oh my God, this is this is so a beautiful, and I feel like couldn't be a more perfect moment 
uh, in time to to launch something like this and platform and build platform like this because obviously with everything that's going on from pandemic through racial injustice and and um, and other issues we we are just so separated now so this connection and and talking through things um, is is so important right and. I mean, to your point, you know, we're going into higher numbers again with COVID. We're going into the winter. The beautiful opportunity here is to be connected, to be in proximity, emotional proximity, if you're not in physical proximity to people. Oh, yeah, definitely. And and I think, um, you know, what you, you said, what is really important, what is great about your platform when I was uh, initially, um, uh, you know, thinking about it and you told me about it and I was reading about it. Um, this idea of having these people, moderators or space holders, as you call them, to kind of navigate those um, those meetings and those groups of people who get together, because I feel like some something like that is needed, right? This kind of idea of of somebody holding a space for everybody and navigating um, the the uh, the time the group gets together. So, okay, so anybody can go to your to your guys' website, feelreal.net, and they can look what is in the calendar and sign up for different events. Or um, I actually signed up today. I, I missed one. I know. I know. I signed up like twice already. And for some reason, I feel like this last few weeks is so crazy and I missed. But I signed up for something that's upcoming on, um, no, but, uh, on 20, no, on 30th. Um, and I believe it, it is just like a gathering to, to hold space and uh, talk about, you know, we are in this situation of COVID and election and, and kind of um, get together and hold space for each other and talk through. Um, but what, uh, how, how does it work from, for example, if I am, um, uh, let's say I'm a meditation teacher, right? And I know that you have actually guys um, um, free meditation each day is it each day or each week available for everybody for everyone each day i think there's meditation yeah. available mm -hmm. so if i'm a meditation teacher and i want to kind of use your platform right so how does that work so you can contact us at connect at feelreal.net you could also go directly to the next space holder orientation which is November 17th, I believe, Anya. <laughs> we'll have to check that. I'll but check it. I will check it, yeah. Um, but the next, you can come to the next space holder orientation and you can learn all about the pathway to get up on the calendar there. Um, essentially, what you do is you apply to be a space holder and then once you're accepted, you could submit your gatherings. Yeah. And um, yeah, so really we want to support the work of the space holders in the world and make that work both visible and valued. Yeah, what I meant to, like, hey, I said I will check it and include the details uh, below this uh, below this episode. Uh, but I, I think what I was asking and which you answered obviously, but I, I should probably answer uh, ask broader question, like what are the um, ways to collaborate through your platform and utilize? That was my question really. So, A, I can go there, sign up for um, 
for uh, gathering and whatever I'm interested in. Um, reach out as a meditation teacher or whatever I have to offer and want to share. Uh, are there any other ways um, to utilize this platform or to collaborate? Amazing, Anya. So yes, so you 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 highlighted a couple of them. So the three basic ways in are become a space holder, hold space for other people. Number two, participate, which if you want to participate in intro gathering is a great way to do that and just understand how we come together in, in circle is sometimes called um, and to understand what that looks like. Or if you are out there in the world and you really wish for a gathering of people, of like-minded people or coming together, you want to come together around a certain challenge or problem, then you can reach out to us and we can actually match you up to a seasoned space holder in the world to hold that space for you. You know, as a mom, I've really been thinking lately, like how wonderful it would be to have a conversation about anti-racism and come together with other moms, figuring out, finding our way. I mean, there's so many great resources out there, but also just having a support group to talk about, like, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna take action in our own lives? Oh, that's a great idea. I would sign up. <laughs> I would sign up for this one, definitely. Um, <clears throat> that that really, um, uh, again, I feel like it couldn't be a perfect moment to launch something like this. I think it's so needed. Um, what is what do you want to do with it? Like, what is the you know the north star for for feel real? Are you guys like at the moment that you still kind of figure out as you go um, based on you know gatherings and, and events that you are holding so far, getting feedback back, etc. Or are you at the moment that you have more narrowed down idea what, what this platform should be, will be, and where it will go? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. So I think the vision is, is really clear of how this could scale and how this could be available for so many people, even worldwide, to activate, activate these conversations. Practically, I mean, we're a startup. We're absolutely a startup. And, you know, so there are some of like the technical things we're still working through. But I think the North Star is there that really it's it's these personal conversations where the space for healing, there's such an opportunity there for healing. Um, I don't know how you feel, but certainly, you know, you can get lost on social media, right? Like it's just you're in and out and we get those dopamine hits, but then it's done. And then you are left feeling a little bit like empty. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's I mean, there's statistics around this. There's different studies and things. And so this is an opportunity for real conversations to connect with real people. And for me, it's kind of like yoga. Like when I go to these and I continue going to maybe one group each week, like I just feel so whole and full um, from connecting with other people that are thinking about the same things. And it's also, it's very comforting because you just realize you're just a small part in this bigger picture. So it actually feels really good for me to step back and just to hear what other people are thinking and what they're experiencing. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I can see that. And uh, there is something incredible also with the opportunity to connect people uh, all around the wo world, right? Through a platform like this and really connect and, and get different perspective. You know, I, I always say that I love to travel because that allows me to meet people from who live their life totally differently than me and then to learn from them and to understand. And obviously that brothers my experience and knowledge and whatever, but, uh, but that's also, um, I think it would be a great opportunity to connect with, with people in, in different, in different uh, parts of the world. I mean, can you be so official with you today? I don't know why. I feel like I just want to like, oh, just so seriously bring this your idea. Cause I, 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 I think it, it's such a good one. And, and I feel like I'm so, <laughs> so official with you. Like I'm like interviewing you from the paper, Rachel. We should have, we usually do what we have our conversation about everything and nothing <laughs> that we do. <laughs> Maybe we should have had this on Sunday morning over coffee. <laughs> no, I can't. I don't drink anymore, so I can't. <laughs> we couldn't have a glass of wine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kombucha. Kombucha. So is there anything else you want to tell me? Because I feel like I'm asking this question because I kind of want to, you know, who's listening understand what, what you're doing what Phil really is doing what kind of platform it is because I feel like like I say again and again I think it's such a great idea but is there anything else you want to kind of say from you about it or or <clears throat> point out anything specific because since I was interrogating you <laughs> I think you know I think the thing that I want to share is that there's there's a lot already on the platform about you know social and racial justice and we invite different perspectives and if there are groups out there that really are, are having a calling to maybe connect deeper with um, other people in a similar situations but aren't sure how to do it we want to give a platform for voices to come together um, and so, you know, I, we invite that diversity of experience and background, and especially those voices that maybe don't get to be heard all the time to come on to feel real. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I'm thinking about, um, my conversation the other day with my other guest on podcast, um, who created, um, uh, organization called Cop and Mental Health and I'm just thinking about my conversation with him that we had over Skype which is you know digital platform and and how incredible it was to to share our perspectives and you know to learn from each other like from just simple conversation like that um uh, with him I just you know, I learned so much about, you know, he's a black man who is promoting and, and uh, 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 trying to destigmatize mental health conversation, mental health issues among black community, which I think I should connect to guys because I think he's he's just an incredible person who, who has an incredible voice and ability to connect people to understand each side and, and peacefully um explain uh, issues and and look for solutions and and you know you know having conversation with somebody like that it just blew my mind and open open my eyes to, to even um to even more 
um, that has to be done and you know the, the how the issue really looks like from the from from his perspective and his community right black community it's it's just it was just incredible so i hear i hear what you are saying here and and um yeah i think this, this platform can can do great things like yeah. that yeah i mean we have so much work to do and what an amazing time we live in and can we, can you imagine if there was a space 24 hours a day for anyone all over the world to have a conversation about a certain thing where you can pop in for a half hour, hour, and someone was holding space for that conversation. And you can meet people all over the world who are having similar conversations. You know, I mean, that's, um, we live in an amazing time. The internet is in its infancy, really. I mean, how and that's how a way to really use, use, utilize its positive power, you know, <clears throat> versus sharing makeup tutorials, which I love to watch, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> or buying swimsuits <laughs> on Instagram. It's a way to kind of harness that. So, uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, wait, something popped up to my uh, mind now to ask you. So you mentioned that you were guys a startup, right? Mm-hmm. So what what are your like biggest challenges as a startup you think now or um or maybe successes maybe let's be positive something mm-hmm. <laughs> that you know you worked on through as a startup and and it worked out and and and, and you move forward and build it up because I know some people who are listening to me are interested also in the business part so any anything there yes and yes so i'll start with challenges (laughs) challenges quite frankly our challenge is we need more money to be able to pay the people to do the work we have an incredible team Mm -hmm. who is working on a shoestring budget and most of us are you know getting paid on the the dime you know it's like worth a dime um and so we really need the funds to support the team to do the work that's needed to do, um, be done. And I give Andy Swindler, the original founder credit because he has just found the right people. I mean, we have an incredible team and everyone is doing the work and poised to do more. So finances are our biggest challenge and we are actively seeking investors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The yeah, biggest like a startup story that we all are struggling when we are launching something to to gather those funds and and because that will allow us to move forward right grow and, and build things um i think there's a, a amazing um something amazing that simon Sinek recently said on his instagram by the way um about the importance of you know of uh, generating money either from investors or customers to um because that allows you to grow that's allows you to build um whatever you envisioned right absolutely and you know i mean there is something to be said about like this time where it's it's kind of a blessing to have to scrape by because you really get to the essence of what's important and you Mm -hmm. can't let things get in the way of that and also we are a pay what you feel model and so what that looks like is the gatherings. Now, some of the trainings are, are set prices, but the gatherings themselves are actually pay what you feel. And so 
you know, educating people that that is not free, but that is at the intersection of your accessibility, what's accessible to you and what you are truly getting from the value. And so, you know, letting the community know that we are doing this so we can be accessible to every, I mean, I think it's 60% of the people in the world have access to the internet. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, really, if you have access to the internet, you know, I mean, aside from a few, you know, if there's restrictions in your country, but aside from that, and you have access to the internet, you could be part of one of these conversations. Yeah. And you can think about it, you know, when you go to whatever coffee shop, right, and, and meet people and chat with them to any other gathering that we used to have in person, right? It's like, okay, get the coffee from your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Make yes. yourself a sandwich and then donate $10 that you would spend in a coffee shop so those gatherings can happen further, right? <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Maybe we should be partnering with some restaurants for delivery, too. I mean, you might be opening up a whole other <laughs> aspect. Should I just be a spokesperson? <laughs> oh, you're actually first sponsor on the other episode. Thank you so much. It was so amazing. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I totally hear you when it comes to, to a money and, um, B, I love this, this, uh, um, this model pay, pay as you feel, because, you know, we, we can always figure out and pay five, $10 and, and, and support something that really support us back in in such a meaningful um meaningful way right by connecting us with others and helping us understand and heal and you know whatever it is we are gathering for absolutely absolutely uh, <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's so weird to talk to you in this way because we always have such a broad conversation about everything right like when we talk it's just like <laughs> from like the stupidest part, like saving the world together <laughs> well i'm i'm trying to keep myself on track because normally we we allow ourselves to go off on some beautiful <laughs> tangents <laughs> i think that's why i'm so strict that i'm like just bombarding you with this like questions because i don't want to go <laughs> somewhere like we usually do but listen i want to ask you i always like to ask um uh, uh, one other question, uh, anybody who, who is here and joining me here, which is, um, is there is any like an app or a podcast or book you recently read uh, or anything that you watched that like impacted you, inspired you and you want to share and you think it's cool? Um, I think sharing that um kind of knowledge i always learn from people like about something latest called most interesting and or like a documentary my friend the other day not the other day like a few weeks ago sent me this documentary about mushrooms and it just blew my mind which i obviously blasted on the instagram because <laughs> i was like everybody has to watch everybody has to watch <laughs> And you already know so much about mushrooms so if that blew your mind then <laughs> i do <laughs> 
It must oh. be really, really amazing. I will add that one to my list, Anya. <laughs> I'll send it to you right after I'll, the link to it. I think now I think you've seen it. I think you told me you've seen it. Uh, it's a what is it, magic fungi or something like that? I think you told me you've seen it. Okay, I'll send it to you. But anyway, I want to know what you like, what you you know, what inspired you lately, or what maybe you know what helped you run your business, like what helped you run. Um, feel real like any app any any anything that that comes to your mind so i'm going to share three things i'll, I'll try to go through them fairly quickly <laughs> social media um or social dilemma have you seen it yes i did so i mean one it's it's what we all already knew right it's i yeah. mean and things, but I think hearing that from the voices of Silicon Valley who are inside of this and also hearing, you know, um, Tristan Harris has this podcast called um, Humane Technology. It's uh, the Center for Humane Technology. Mm -hmm. And so I've been following that. And I mean, it's, it's horrifying in one way, but it's also such a relief because the good news is Everyone's feeling the same way, even people deep inside Silicon Valley. And so, you know, I noticed on Instagram even the other day that you can you can cut off your time limit. It'll come up and it'll tell you when you've been on Instagram for so long. So I think there's so much hope in that. And also, I believe Feel Real is an answer to this because it is not those quick dopamine hits. It is real conversations with real people that is sometimes hard, but it's always real. And I think it's also very joyful. So I'm excited that we can bring something to the market that directly answers this need, this challenge. Yeah, I, as usual, <laughs> we always think the same. I, I really literally had the same feeling. Uh, my biggest takeaway was that, you know, inside the bubble, there are people who are thinking it through, you know, who are thinking proactively, who are thinking about others, who are thinking about society, communities, um, et cetera. From that perspective, um, you know, because I, you know, my approach to, you know, even Facebook with the issues with them initially, um, my approach was, you know, on some level, I understand because you create a platform that never existed. Right. So you cannot anticipate, anticipate everything. But with, you know, we are in 2020 technology is what it is. You know, we are very advanced in many areas of our life. We should be setting up teams or groups or, or people thinking proactively about, OK, we created this beautiful platform. But what are the holes we need to um, we need to think ahead before they happen? Right. And I think that didn't happen from uh, with Facebook initially. But I, I, I thought with initial issues with them, that was the lesson, right? Like we are creating things, but we sometimes don't think through. So we have to um, address that and, and always think through more. But but again, I, I totally had the same feeling that I, it was just building up for me that there are people who who have conscious that way and, and are not focused only on money and, and just growing for sake of growth, but for a conscious growth, right? Meaningful conscious growth. Absolutely. And it just puts a bookmark, you know, in this chapter for every one of us who are creating new technologies to be thinking ahead of, I mean, how can Facebook have possibly imagined, you know, how, I mean, the power 
that they have, you know, and I mean, they are proactively, I've seen, you know, they are proactively looking at getting people in different countries and all of this, but certainly it's, it's good for the rest of us who are developing these technologies to see, like, you have to have your plan A, plan B, plan C and beyond Mm -hmm. because you don't know and, and who is going to take this platform and do what with it. And so that's, I mean, it's mind blowing and it's, it's going to set the stage for the next steps, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm the the biggest optimist, true optimist. Um, Oh, somebody's texting me. That would be great. We'll have just always when I'm recording somebody's. (laughs) Um, As a true optimist, I feel like, you know, it's, it's just amazing when we see the problem, because the moment we are aware of the problem, that start the process of fixing it, addressing it and hopefully healing moving forward, whatever it is, right? So, you know, problems like this or any problems really don't don't scare me because that's the that's the moment you can think about start thinking about solutions. Okay, what what else? What else? What else you have for me? Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Have you read this book yet? No. What is that? <laughs> read it when you're ready for it's not a light read. It's not a it's not a beach read. Um it's you know I'm only about a quarter way through, but it's about his experience helping inmates on death row and is out like systemic racism in such a clear way that I've never seen it or be able to wrap my head around it. And I mean, even if you look at laws in like the state of Alabama, I mean, about, you know, biracial couples getting married, you know, like up till the year, like 2000 and maybe even beyond, I mean, it just makes it so real and you, you see the practicality and you can't deny systemic racism when you read this book. I, I think that everyone in high school should have to read this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I'll link it and I'll definitely add it to my my little library. Obviously, you know, on my side, I'm also trying to do you know, one, one of my goals and, and things that I put in that are important for me now is to educate myself. You know, I uh, I just uh, noticed that I am really oblivious and and really uneducated in that area. Obviously, you know, I grew up in Europe, and it doesn't matter where I grew up. Like, um, uh, I'm just not. I I was thinking, um, even driving a car th- this morning. I was thinking a few weeks ago we had a we were driving with Adam somewhere through like west south part of Chicago, and I was like, okay, let's stop at Jewels can grab something, you know, um, because we forgot something because we are going, we're going to see friends or whatever. I don't remember. And then I'm like, no, there won't be any jewel here. And I was like, okay, Mariano's any other store. And I, and he's like, no, we are on Southwest side. There's no, there are just these little stores because these areas are poor. So those stores don't go there. It's like where those people are shopping. And, and I was even not aware of that, you know, like how, um, how is that possible? You know, like it's a stupid example, but, but um, that's something definitely that is high on my list to, to just read and understand and educate myself. Um, because that that's the only way, you know, understand to understand it is saying it even in my own little bubble. Whatever Absolutely. my community, my company or you know, even my podcast. So that's great. I'll definitely link that that book below. Third thing. There was a third thing. <laughs> there was. 
good memory, Anya. <laughs> the, the third thing is we do in our team for Feel Real, before almost every meeting, some sort of either meditation or visioning, or at the very, very least, we take a pause and do a check-in. And how do you feel is the question. Um, sometimes we'll have fun with it, we'll play, but there is always a personal and emotional and feeling aspect to everything we do at Feel Real, truly. I mean, down to the littlest detail. And I give you know everyone on the team credit for this because it's so easy to get lost in this idea of like being productive. And Ryan Bell, who is um, another co-founder, he said, I'm really trying to tap in, this isn't exactly, but the, the gist of it was, I'm trying to tap in to being creative and creation and not production with this idea of like, we're just churning to get stuff out. Everything that is done on the team is we pause on and we really consider the strategy behind it. So, I, I mean, that's a tool, like, right? Like, that's just a people tool that anyone could use anytime. But to me, that is one of our most valuable tools as a team. I love that so much. A, I, what I started doing before, even lately before like recording every podcast or really, you know, whatever I do is just sit down and just check with myself and put some kind of intention you know like check how i feel and 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 put intention like how you know what i'm doing here why am i doing here how am i feeling about it to really connect with myself so i love that and then i feel like it may be weird for some people to do something like that but um uh, last week i'm a part of this group kind of mentorship group called 30 and there's 30 people we get together we talk about work life business mostly because it's a professional group and then and then a few weeks ago we ended the call with you know everybody just mentioned what they are grateful for just a quick shout out you know it's something you know maybe not checking with the feeling but it is some kind of like feeling of gratefulness and it was so beautiful and what's magical about it is that all this gratefulness um you know everybody who whatever they mentioned they were grateful for it kind of like you know wrapped on you and i was like okay i could actually be grateful for that too <laughs> you know it's just like build this like amazing energy and feeling with everybody i think it's just such a great tool you know you guys are checking with yourself or checking how you feel but you know like connecting and stopping for a minute i think it's this idea of like stopping for a minute and kind of acknowledging the moment as being in the moment and, and the, the feelings uh, or whatever it is. I love that. I can't that's think. Such a, that's such a beautiful one too, Anya. I'm so glad you said that one because it is so, you're, it's so accessible. It's anybody can do that. I mean, it does, and it doesn't seem so far flung, like you're not oming or doing all this stuff. It's just, you're just being grateful for something. I mean, how, how beautiful and just connecting to have that. Yeah, and I think especially now, Rachel, like in the times, there's so many things that can just bring us down. And and I feel it personally, I think everybody feels and, and just focusing for a second on or how you feel and, and check with yourself or to think for a second, what are you grateful for here, uh, uh, in this life? I feel like it just changes, shifts 
um, how you look at things, how you approach things, people, or, or just your mood overall. I think it's, it's a great tool. How, how can we make this more accessible to more people and, and to make people aware of this? Of what? Of, of these conversations like you and I are having, um, of these tools that you can integrate into business. And, and especially, you know, I think about, oh my gosh, you know, the people that right now that are alone, I think that's really what it comes down to is, you know, during this pandemic, but all the time, I mean, there are people alone all the time during this pandemic, how do we reach those people that are alone and don't have access to these tools or these communities? And I mean, the power that could have on someone's life, you know, I mean, you make me think about like, even like getting into like a nursing home or something like that. Like, I don't know if that people would want that this, but like to be able to connect and just have these conversations. Yeah, and even like having a gathering circle to of gratefulness, you know, you pop in for 15 minutes just to hear what people are grateful uh, for. Um, yeah, I know that there is grateful app. I, I think, um, I think it's. I think it's something um, that just needs to be normalized. That's why I'm like blasting my social media about stuff like this. And I'm, you know, and personally, honestly, Rachel, it sometimes feels weird for me. And I know that my friends, some friends who knows me from Poland or from older times, they may be thinking, oh my God, is this something weird? But it, some of those tools, which we are talking about being grateful, journaling, they changed my life so positively that I feel obligation to my to share it with my little bubble, to whatever platform I have to share it because I found something that works. I found something that helps. Uh, and I actually approached, you know, <laughs> everything this way. I found, you know, I'm finding a composting company that I love and I want to share it. Like, I, I feel like this is the, the thing to 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 just share it you know wherever we are like do when we call each other when we are in social media and it you know and you posting something post about that because i think um it may encourage people to try and 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 um and check it out and, and see that it really I know exactly what you mean, and I give you so much credit, Anya, for the good campaign that you that you lead out there in the world. Because I mean, I go there, and it's like, okay, good quotes or warming quotes or what's positive that's happening in the world, or who can we support in a loving way? And it's so simple. It is so simple. It comes down to for all of us, it's our choice every single time we put something on social media, any time we put something out out in the world. Every time we show up in the world every single day, it's our choice of how we're showing up in the world. And I've always admired that about you, that you you always um, show up with love and light and humility. Uh, not always, but <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, and, well, and then, maybe like, I know you get me because you were one of the first person I called about the good campaign. And I was like, Rachel, I have this idea. What do you think? Because <laughs> I know that you are just a wise soul. And yeah, but the, the, you totally get it. And I, I don't think so. I got it from the beginning. I just started reading about kindness. I was in a dark place and I wasn't the kindest person in the world in the world and I still I'm not I strongly believe it's a muscle so I was 
thinking that I need constant reminder without it being religious, without it being political, without it being whatever. It's just a simple love and kindness. Hey, remember, there is this amazing thing that makes you feel good or, or whatever. So, so yeah, I know you, you, you know it from the beginning, you get it. But, but again, this was just a simple idea. Like I discovered something and read about something and, and read more and read more, did more research. And I was like, oh my God, how to bring it to the world? Just a simple way. There's nothing behind it, you know, religious or, or, or anything else. It's just what it is, right? Being just nice to each other, uh, which reminder of, I feel like we all need all the time. Me especially, you know? <laughs> Some people I feel like think that I'm like, oh, I'm just kindest person and spreading the war, but no, that's not the case. I'm working progress. I'm working every day. So yeah, I think back to your conversation and your point, I think it's just like sharing, having conversation like we are having, you know, if it's in two people, 30 people, <laughs> I think that's how, how it, it spreads. Yes. And I think that the important thing to note too, is that you know, people like you that are putting so much love and light into the world, it doesn't mean that there's not a shadow. I mean, everyone has their challenges. Everyone has had their um, heartbreak, you know, and it's just ultimately it is our choice. And my my observation is that people that can access that love and light more readily have actually had those really dark experiences in their life. Because when you have had the experience to go really dark and really deep, whether it's inside yourself or in your experiences, you have more ability to equally go up to the love and the light. Oh, definitely. And I think we all have this light. We all have the light and the dark. And what I am learning in my journey now, it's really understanding that there will be moments in my future life. There was in the past a lot of darkness. There, there will be darkness and I will go to dark places in the future. You know, like let's say last week when Adam broke a foot, uh, uh, you know, Senna didn't feel well. Um, we got the giant bill from the doctor or like whatever, right? And it's just like so much thing and you just go to this dark place and, and just to understand that that's the human experience, you know, like that's, that's how we are and we are not perfect. And I think this world, this social media just like glorifies this perfection. And and I'm not saying let's glorify imperfection and, and darkness, but just understanding that it, it's it's work and it's a it's progress and sometimes you may have a bad day and and not be not nice or or but there's always you know the way to, to come back to that light you're talking about. Look at us, oh my God, that's why <laughs> almost an hour and we are still going. Rachel, like, you know that we can go and go and go. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy that um, we, you are my first friend guest and I'm so incredibly proud of your, you are doing and, and the platform you guys creating. And um, again, I, I think it, it you know, it's a, it's a game changer and, and uh, it's a positive game changer. And um, yeah, it's, there's nothing better when, when your friends are creating something amazing and succeeding in it. And, and it's just, you know, builds me up always personally thinking selfishly about me. <laughs> well, we also have to have our self-care, right? 
Well, and Anya, I, I invite you to, I think you would be an amazing space holder. So if there is something that you do call, are called to lead on Feel Real, I invite you to do that. And otherwise, if you want to just come and be a participant or request a gathering, like, please, um, please do, because I think you're really tapped into the needs out there in the world. Thank you so much. I think I'm not ready to lead yet, just yet. <laughs> but thank you. I will definitely, you know, join this upcoming one. And I'll definitely connect you with Christopher Lamar, because I think it can be very, very interesting collaboration for you guys. Um, so I will send you all that and the mushrooms documentary. <laughs> and also I will link all the things you talked about below this episode. But um, obviously, tell um, tell me where can we, how can we find Feel, feel Real, um, get connected, get in touch with you or... Um, the website is feel, just F-E-E-L, real, R-E-A-L, just like it sounds, feelreal.net. Mm -hmm. The social media is feelreal.co at the end. My personal email address, I welcome anyone to reach out to me directly, is Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L dot Zargo, Z as in zebra, A-R-G-O at feelreal.net. Gosh, I love always how you organize and, and articulate you are. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> oh my God, such a good one. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I tap out of my mode of like super strict interview. <laughs> we both did. Okay, thank you so much. Oh my God, I will stop recording now so we can chat some more about other things, you know? <laughs> oh my God, so much fun. This episode is, it was just such a joy. Uh, everyone is, but this was especially um i hope you enjoy it as much as i did and my conversation with rachel and i hope you will check out um feel real on um, this amazing platform they are creating um talk to you soon